Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, welcome to the Sour Mash podcast. These are your uh, Sour Mash tour folks and our special guest for the second round of the Sour Mash 16. This is Dylan. This is Andy. Hi, and I'm the special guest, Quincy. Quincy. <laughs> and I, I didn't get a reaction from you guys on that, that intro. That I, I, haven't been, I haven't been watching Tiger King. I'm the only what? one. What? I'm the only one. Come on. I'm there with you, Dylan. I've, I've finished the whole series. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm saying, Andy, you got to get on this. This is the this is the cultural phenomenon that's keeping Here, everybody sane. Here's my reasoning for not watching it yet. Once I watched Tiger King, I've fully succumbed to this new world. <laughs> <laughs> you want to stay in the old world? <laughs> I, I don't want to admit that uh, that I'm that I'm in this in this thing, which obviously I am, and we should watch Tiger King. But, like, has there ever been a more perfect release of something in the world than Tiger King coming out, like, at the dawn of all everybody stuck at home? No, it's it's amazing. No. And it's just taken the world by storm. Yeah. I mean, of course. There's nothing else to watch. I guess Ozark Season 3 is out now. I'll probably start that soon. But mm-hmm. I, have, I, have not, I have not watched Tiger King yet. I, I think we need to. You got to get on. Get I mean, they're they're literally so they put up a picture of him and one of his tigers at the new soccer stadium on the big jumbo. I, I didn't see that along the along the <laughs> interstate. It was amazing. People I mean, need that. They need that. Yeah, you need a distraction while you're on the interstate going 65 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I worry about, and we're we're talking about in Louisville, the the new. Uh, <clears throat> LCFC Stadium is right off of the interstate, and they've got a giant screen, and it is distracting as you drive past it. Like, there will be an accident there at some point, and somebody will try to blame LCFC, or I guess the Lynn family stadium or whatever. Um, It's distracting, and I did see that. I saw the Tiger King. I'm familiar with it, but I haven't watched it. Also, let's call him by his proper Christian name, which is Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. (laughs) See, I I don't get the references. I know. God, like it just just blows right past you, man. I'm the times, man. We could we could have had some gold. Thank you, Quincy, for being up on it. So yeah. Go ahead, Dylan. No, 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 no. It's past. Are you shook? Are you shook that I haven't watched Tiger King? I'm completely thrown off of the rest of the episode. I don't even know what I'm going to talk about anymore. Well, um, so before we get to these matchups, which I had a tough time with today, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this uh, is a this is a whiskey podcast, by the way. Yeah. Outside <laughs> of outside of Tiger King, how are you guys holding up? Uh, Quincy, back to work? Yeah, back to work. Uh, doing some carry out of Alinea. Pretty fun. Uh, you know, throwing bags into people's cars. Uh, but we're, we're out there feeding the, the masses. So how are those happy meals? To do it. I'm a little I'm a little jealous that people in Chicago can get takeout from Alinea. Yeah, it's tasty. I mean, it's not like you know, it's not a we're not going to serve a full twenty course menu at your house, but it's you know the classics. We're doing Coca Vin right now, which is chicken thighs braised in red wine. You get some mashed potatoes, a little gravy with it. Ooh, it's real filling. That sounds um, delicious. Seems like it. Yeah. We're doing uh, 610 here in Louisville, Ed Lee's Fine Dining Restaurant. They're doing carryout, and they actually have like a five-course uh, dinner that you can go pick up. Uh, Danielle and I are going to do that on Saturday. 
Uh, we're oh. looking forward to it. It's like 40 bucks. Uh, so expensive on the takeout yeah. side per plate, but it's a treat. You know, it's uh, yeah. what, what do we have in this world outside of Tiger King? Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to we're going to actually go to get some Royster takeout tonight ourselves. Uh, they have a short rib lasagna uh, with a little uh, broccoli rob on the side. So we're excited for that. And we get a Maker's Mark uh, tropical cocktail to go with that's, it that's pretty oh, awesome that's nice that's, one of, hear... that's been one of the coolest things uh is the restaurants being able to do like cocktails and yeah. alcohol to yeah. go so we've been we've been hitting up um one of our favorites holy grail uh and they have an amazing burger that you can get with a uh with a colch to go along with it but uh also you're able to buy just bottles wholesale so you can just say Hey, I want a, a fifty dollar bottle, a bundle of bottles, and they give you like a whole assortment of stuff depending on what you want. So nice. we've been uh, we've been tearing that up. It's been fun. I mean, all things considered. Quincy, I can't hear Broccoli Rob without thinking of uh, Andy from The Office. I think Broccoli Rob was one of the guys that was in, was in his crew. It was yeah. Boner Champ. That's me. Yeah. The acapella group. Yeah. yeah. Is the oh, is this awesome? The supper club? Are they doing uh, to go prime rib? No, that would be great. Uh, maybe it's on the horizon, but I haven't heard anything yet. I'll let you know. I'll send some down to you. I would love. I would love Ooh, it. Ooh, there we go. That's the way to do it. All right. So, so the reason we're all gathered here today, not to talk about being quarantined and the the takeout, which is all we have to look forward to now, is sound like uh, you're getting ready to start a Prince song. Which one? Let's go crazy. You're like, the reason we're all gathered here today. Got, ladies, we're gathered here today. <laughs> I love it. But the the real reason isn't to, to talk about Prince or take out. It is to uh, continue to narrow down the field of the Sour Mash 16. If you didn't hear the last episode, we went through the left side of the bracket uh, today we're going to go down the right side of the bracket, and uh, at, at the end of this, we'll be narrowed down to the elite eight or the wheat eight, as Dylan has called it in the past. But um, you guys want to get started with this? Let's go for it. Yeah, let's do it. So matchup one at the top right hand of your bracket was the uh, the cornerstone rye versus the old granddad, and I don't know what I voted for. All I know is that I got this wrong when I tried to guess it. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I know that I missed this. I think I might have whiffed all of them. I, I did not have a good day uh, guessing today. Um, Dude, I'm telling you, it's the allergies. I'm gonna miss the pollen. I haven't been outside. You guys got it bad down there. We're Always. still freezing up here. We've got. 40 degree temperatures so we're we're still in winter winter mode it's been cold the past two or three days but today's been better mm-hmm. yeah. i mean i got i got petals from some tree in the neighbor's yard flying into mine and like something that looks like caterpillars but they're like pods of something floating around i don't know yeah. i don't know i've barely been outside but i can't breathe <laughs> all right so quincy do you know what you guessed or did you did you conceal? So, no i don't um, this was really challenging for me as well. Um, I did, though, however, in each round find a clear favorite, except for in one bracket. So one of the brackets was really challenging, but the other ones were pretty decisive. So who did you have in this one, or what? Which what what, what which of you, which of the two did you vote for? Do you think? Uh, before I look, I think in this round I picked the cornerstone. It was just a lot more obvious. Hmm. That was a winner. 
Interesting. Reveal? Yeah, reveal it. See right. if you got it right, and that way you can talk about them. <laughs> yeah, I nailed it. Uh, let's see, what did I have? On the notes here, I had uh, a really nice color. There was lots of vanilla on the nose in the cornerstone, and it smelled like old brown spice. Maybe the, there should be a comment there. <laughs> and it was it was spicy, uh, which led me to think that it was a rye. But it it really like the other one, the the old granddad for me, it was uh, it was hot, uh, and it didn't drink as hot for some reason. It was hot on the nose, and then it had a like a real powerful apple uh, taste and aroma, and it was a little drying as well. So yeah, the cornerstone just blew it out of the water for me. Oh, I'm I'm actually the opposite. Um, I you picked the I, granddad. I picked the granddad. Um, no surprise to me because I'm a big fan of this one. Fourteen. Um, the cornerstone was it was solid. It was a it was a good pour. Um, I said that it uh, had a lot of good oaky notes on the nose. Um, you could kind of kind of get some a bit of bitterness too. Um, I agree that um, it does have some some things that kind of allude to it being a rye, but I actually didn't think that this finished or tasted like a rye at all. Um, I got I just got way too much of that like barrel flavor uh, in everything that I was tasting. So I enjoyed it. But uh, I think the, the thing that, that really got me over with the granddad is just that long finish that you get with it. I'm a huge fan uh, of that. And so it had a nice lingering oaky finish with a bit of uh, kind of like malty cereal notes at the front. So I'm the tiebreaker here and I don't know what I picked. Uh-oh. I'm very nervous right now <laughs> uh, because I did not I did not get this correct. I didn't guess mm-hmm. which which either one was. Um so bourbon, the, the first one I tasted, I got heavy vanilla on the nose. I got very earthy on the uh, notes on the palate, oak, a little bit of rye spice. I initially guessed that that was the Four Roses Select, which I'm obviously dead wrong. I voted for the second one that I tasted. I got brownies on the nose. This is my favorite one of the day. I got vanilla ice cream wow. uh, with hot fudge, graham crackers, s'mores. I initially guessed it was Stag Jr., um, but I, I don't know what it is yet, so I'm going to flip this plate over. And it was the Cornerstone. I voted uh, mm. for Jay, and that was my that was my favorite one of the day. I did not pick that it was a rye, though. I, I really liked it. Um, so the Cornerstone will advance. I Honestly, when Dylan voted for the granddad, I thought that I did too, maybe, because I didn't know which which one it was. But I thought we had a big upset on our hands, but the, uh, the chalk rolls forward to the second round. Mm-hmm. No, that doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> there wasn't anything wrong with the cornerstone. It just it just didn't blow me out of the water completely. Um, but yeah, it sounded like you really just want dessert, Andy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. wait wait to hear some of my other notes, man. Uh, I was I was knocking them out today. <laughs> All right, you want to so go for number matchup, two? Matchup two, Dylan. You want to kick this one off? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got. You and you're the announcer. Uh, so number two, we had the uh, the Four Roses Select, which was uh, you know the the small batch version of Four Roses, their first new regular release in a long time, against uh, the newest release of Stag Junior from Buffalo Trace, which is a perennial favorite, um, hit or miss for me. Sometimes it's too hot, but um, we'll see how it came through in this matchup. So for this one, this was my this is my favorite matchup of the day. 
Um, and I ch- went with the Stag Jr. Um, so Stag was actually my favorite pour of the day. Um, I said that it almost had no nose to me. I, di- I didn't get a ton of really descriptive flavors on it. Again, it might just be for the fact that I can't smell anything all that much uh, because of my allergies. Uh, but we're, we're, you know, we'll skip over that. Please go ahead and edit that out. Uh, but on the uh, on the finish, I got no edits. But on the on the uh, palate, I got a really nice chocolatey flavor. It was very uh, it was very thick, um, kind of a thick mouthfeel, which I know is one of our fun things that we love to say. Uh, and had a nice strong finish. It was it was very hot, but it wasn't hot to the point where it's something that just blows your uh, your taste buds out of the water. Um, and the four roses, I said it had a good traditional clean nose. Um, and for me, it tasted it tasted like a rye without the spice. I don't know if that makes a lot of sense, um, but it was it was almost like the the kind of creaminess that you get with a with a rye when you taste it without getting that like peppery or flavor. So I'll, I'll let Quincy break um, you know break the tie here if there's a tie because I don't know what I voted for yet. But um, I the first one that I tasted, I got honey and sawdust on the nose. Uh, that honey carried through to the palate, and I got a very uh, charred finish on it. Uh, the, the second that I tasted was very fudge on the nose, um, deep oak. It was very bitter, though. Uh, this was I, the, very promising on the nose, but after I tasted it, it did not shine through. I thought that the second one was the blue ribbon. I did not vote for that. I voted for, for my first bourbon, uh, which I guess was the Russell's Reserve. I, would, I know that now that I was wrong, and I actually <laughs> voted for um, number one, the Four Roses Select. Oh, interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did not uh, did not care for the Stag Junior very much. I gave it a B minus, and I gave the Four Roses Select a B plus. Uh, this was in the middle of the road for me as a matchup. So <laughs> Quincy is the tiebreaker. Yeah, um, yeah. This was the hardest matchup for me. I mean, both of these bourbons had uh, some flaws to them. Uh, but they also both had a few things that I liked about them. Uh, as far as uh, my first pour, uh, I noted it as having uh, an ethanol and like a corn nose. Uh, but then when I tasted it, there was more of like a honey and a mint. There was also this weird artificial sweetener flavor. And I noticed that it wasn't balanced. But the other one I liked less. So like all my notes for both of these are like, uh, not strong. So the second one was that it was a warm finish and the nose was better than the taste. Uh, and there was just an oak taste to it. It didn't taste strong. Um, so yeah, for me, I picked number one, which was Stag Jr. So the Stag, Stag advanced. Jr. Wins. Did, did you, were your guesses right? Yeah, I got it again. So, so you are, you're 12 for 12. We're rolling here. Yeah, you are. I'm I'm falling apart in this round. We were we were neck and neck there's, coming in. Yeah, but there's got to be one of these that doesn't line up for me. I don't know. So, we'll see. This so guy works. Today. This guy works in the industry. He's just got a palate for it. That's why he's, <laughs> that's why he's, he's just got killing. Palate for whiskey. So the Stag Junior advances past the Four Roses Select, and we'll go up against the Cornerstone Rye in round two. That'll be a good matchup. Man, I don't like. I feel like that Stag is so strong. I don't like. I don't yeah, know. it warms on the end. Yeah. 
So I've got a confession to make, and I told you guys this over text. We had like a, a virtual happy hour for work, which is very much like on trend right now. Uh, before I did these tastings, and I had a very heavy beer, and I think that might have uh, done some damage to my palate, guys. Before <laughs> before I tasted all of these, never never admit that you're tainting the results. I don't think I'm tasting the results. I'm tasting I'm tainting my ability to identify these bourbons, which. <laughs> Uh, I now know that I'm 0 for 8 because um, matchup 3 is the Baker's 13-year against the Heaven Hill Bottled and Bond 7-year, and I did not guess these right either. This but is the first. This is the only one that I did guess right. Nice. Yeah. Well, and I guessed it right based off of literally the most nondescript description of a bourbon that I think I've ever written down in the history of the Sour Mash 16. Okay, go for it. So I, so I picked. I picked the Bakers. I picked the Bakers 13, which I have had before. And my notes literally just say, I don't know what to say. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. I think I'll, I'll, I'll follow that up. I think the same. <laughs> I'm pretty sure because it was hot, clear and above way better than the uh, Heaven Hill. And I already said that I was not a fan of the Heaven Hill. It's just thin and there's a lot of citrus, like almost lemony to the Heaven Hill for me. Um, the other pour of the Bakers had toasted oak, cherry, butterscotch. Uh, it was an oak bomb. It had like the perfect proof on it. So, yeah, I think that's what, what I went with for mine. So the Bakers will advance. Uh, my vote is meaningless at this point. But uh, the first one I tasted, I got honey and peanut butter on the nose. I thought that the palate was a little thin. I thought it was pleasant. Didn't get a lot out of it, except a slight spice. I gave that a B minus. I voted for the second bourbon I tasted. Um, I thought the nose was the best of the day. I got mint on it. I got oak. Uh, I thought the palate tasted like those Hostess cupcakes with a little bit of cream in the middle. Um, spicy, a little cinnamon, a little whipped cream on there. Um, I guessed that that was the wild turkey, which obviously, or the, the cornerstone rye, which obviously I was wrong. And I actually I did vote also for the Bakers there, so that one is unanimous. Uh, that was my sec my second favorite of the day behind the Cornerstone Rye. Also, just to clarify, I did look at mine. I did pick the Bakers. <laughs> <laughs> Before we, yeah, so you're we you're six, six for six at this point, Quincy. Good for you. Also, I wanted to note this uh, for all of you that are sitting at home. Andy turned me on to finishing bottles that are open. And right now I'm working on that 2017 Old Forester. That, there's a lot to finish there. Yeah, that's yeah. not finishing an open bottle. That's that's like <laughs> brand new. That's next up. <laughs> I just that's finished awesome. my, my 2017 Old uh, Birthday Bourbon the other day, actually. I'm finding it hard to not dip back into the bottles we're tasting right now. So got to open new things. Mm-hmm. I'm actually drinking a uh, little bit of Irish whiskey. I'm drinking a uh, a Bushmills 10-year uh, single malt. So I, I was actually uh, uh, dusting out the liquor cabinet today and found this in the back. And so we're uh, we're cracking it open. So switching it up a little bit. Right. Going Very to nice. the Irie. So I'll start this next one. Um, matchup four, which was the Blue Ribbon 12-year. Uh, brand new product that was allegedly sourced from Heaven Hill um, with a, a little bit of an age on it. But then these people bought it. They aged it more and they double barreled it against the Russell's Reserve 
Funky Turkey, which I went with the Louisville Bourbon Club Facebook group, as well as uh, Kenny from Commonwealth Tap uh, to pick this out. And I was very proud of the pick. But now I'm realizing that I rated this as my least favorite matchup of the day. I, we have a C, a C plus versus a C minus. And I voted for the first one that I tasted. Uh, the nose was great. I got charred wood. I got burnt peanuts. The palate for me was way different than the nose. Um, I, I thought that it was uh, very sweet, almost too sweet. I almost got a Tootsie Roll type of a flavor from it. The only reason I voted for this one instead of the other one is because the, the nose on the other one um, – it, tastes, it was banana Laffy Taffy, very strong banana Laffy Taffy. I couldn't get it out of my head. And the palate was circus peanuts, which one point Quincy told me that the Heaven yeah, Hill bottle and bun tastes like circus peanuts. So I voted that. I, I guessed <laughs> oh, no, it was I <laughs> A little oak, I gave that a C minus. I voted for the first one, which was the second seed. The, the Russell Reserve, um, the Funky Turkey is what I voted for. So, uh, but it wasn't, a, it didn't, it didn't show well to me today. I, I really liked it when we picked it out. I've liked every pour I've had of it, but blind, um, it, it did not stick out. And then that blue ribbon, uh, which I'm also a fan of, that was my least favorite pour of the day. So it is what it is. Yeah. Quincy, you go ahead and go since I, I yeah. know what so I this picked. one, so the last matchup, um, or sorry, the one that we were talking about was the most challenging for me was the Four Roses and the Stag. But this one was the most, uh, in terms of like, I liked both of them. The other one, I didn't like either one, but this one, I liked both of them a lot. So this was your so favorite, really like, average of the day? Yeah. The other my one. my least favorite. That's weird. Huh. Yeah. So for me, uh, poor one had like a cedar oak uh, nose to it. And then there, it was buttery. Uh, I got a little cherry, and then on the taste, I got some nice leather and a nice uh, wood oak, but it was a little thin, so that kind of detracted me. It wasn't mouth coating, as you say. Uh, the second pour was a really good nose. I wrote uh, in terms of taste, soft, tobacco, dusty, so that one really, I think, took the lead in terms of what I liked, and that was... Anticlimactic for the end, but the Russells is unanimous on this one. This was nice. this was my clear cut. Uh, this is my most clear cut pick of the day. Um, so I think maybe it was just the first one, but for the Russells, I had it was a nice spicy but mild flavor. It's very fruity. Had a lot of like apricot on the nose. So had a nice um, kind of a kind of an exotic fruit uh, f- um, smell to it uh, and taste. Um, for the old blue ribbon, it was crazy for me because. The nose was probably my favorite nose of the day. I, it was like a really sweet, like butterscotch, uh, and I was really excited about tasting it. And then I tasted it, and it was very medicinal and not what I was expecting. So it threw me off just from you know. And I thought that if I was able to go back once I was you know once I was through everything and taste it again, I could get something different, and just could not. So the the blue ribbon did not work for me at all. Very interesting. So we'll, we will have uh, two, both of the wild turkey products advanced today. We've got the cornerstone wow. in the top bracket and then that Russell's Reserve pick, which 
Um, I voted for, but I, I didn't like today. I'm glad you guys did. Um, that, that advances, and that'll go against the Baker's 13-year in the bottom. And then, of course, we've got the Cornerstone Rye versus the Stag Jr. up top. Um, it, it'll be interesting. Uh, overall, how would you rate the pours on this side of the bracket versus what we tasted the other day? Um, I don't think that this I don't think that this batch is as strong as on the other side of the bracket. I think I agree because I I, as I was mm-hmm. tasting this and and Kate usually she comes comes in after she's done helping me and I say like hey yeah like let's go for it and let's chat about it. I think we kind of agree like the the other side of the bracket was much stronger. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Same. So, I mean, we'll see. Like, what, uh, what was your favorite? Everybody's favorite of the day. Mine was the Cornerstone Rye. Uh, it was chalk. It was the, in, in retrospect, I didn't know what I was tasting, but I chose the most expensive product today as my favorite. What about <laughs> you guys? Uh, I like both the wild turkeys. It's a, t- a coin flip for me. Um, that Russell's pick was very interesting. It, it almost, like I said, it was dusty. It had some uh, unique flavors to it that might push ahead of the cornerstone. So we'll see. Uh, I was a big fan of the Stag Junior. I thought it was um, that. I actually thought that was the the old granddad at first. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought that just the flavor for flavor, it was the standout for me for the whole whole side. Very nice. Um, anything else we need to talk about? Uh, when when's the next? episode going to be guys well let's go let's pin it let's pin it down on air here i don't know my schedule's pretty full for the next i don't know <laughs> six weeks so i think quincy's the only one with the schedule at this point <laughs> yeah i'm the only one that's got if you guys are up for drinking at 11 o'clock at night then i'm up for drinking whatever the thing is you know we could we could theoretically taste all of these separately and then come back but i think it's better if we just tasted it because we've all got a nice buzz i think we're looser for the past you know <laughs> yeah it's got to be fresh it's got to be fresh a little loosey goosey you know yeah so, yeah, yeah we, we might have a that yeah. we could do both both of the, the what is it the elite eight what do you call it? The wheat eight. The wheat. The wheat eight. <laughs> yeah, the wheat eight. Yeah, we can knock out the wheat yeah. eight in one. On each side. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely do the we'll do the eight and one, and then we usually do the the four and the two. The we do the final four in the championship in one sitting. Mm-hmm. We could even do we could figure out a way to do the 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 championship live on the air. This is true. We'll we'll figure Boom. all those things out. I think that I think for the wheat eight, I think it might be a uh, uh, a Brown Miles family affair. I think I'm gonna uh, bring in the fiance, and she'll be we're gonna be making picks as a as a couple. Very nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Bring bring in a new palette into the mix here. Kate is a Kate has an excellent palette. She is the she's the youngest uh, beer taster in Kentucky State Fair history. It's a very impressive pedigree. I don't have any titles like that at all. <laughs> we we like bourbon. Yeah, we're, uh, we're bourbon people. Let's aim for next Thursday. Let's do that. I guess it's got to be a weekly affair then. Hey, that works for me. Let, Let's we can, do it. We can give the give the people what they want as we go. Maybe in the time being. Andy would do his homework and watch the goddamn Tiger King so we can talk yeah. about it. <laughs> I think it's a it's better it's better fodder for the podcast if I if I continue to hold out. 
just watch one episode a week and we'll talk about that episode with you. All right. I'm down yeah. for that. <laughs> so before we sign off to summarize uh, the, the final eight in this bracket, the elite eight, the wheat eight, if you will, we have in the Lawrenceburg bracket, the Lawrenceburg region, I should say the four roses, the 2019 limited edition, small batch up against the maker's mark RC six. In the Louisville bracket, we've got the Larceny Barrel Proof. This is where the upsets were against the Knob Creek Bonnie Castle 100th edition. The Anderson County bracket, Dylan's favorite county in the state. We have the Wild, the wild Turkey Cornerstone Rye up against Stag Jr.'s Batch 13. And then finally in Claremont, we have the Baker's 13 year up against the Russell's Reserve, the Funky Turkey Pick. So couple of wild turkey products, the Four Roses, a Buffalo Trace, a Jim Beam, uh, two Jim Beams actually in the second round. You've got a Heaven mm-hmm. Hill and then uh, a Maker's Mark rounding out the, uh, the a lot of representation across all the different major distilleries in the state, guys. Yeah. But looking forward to see who emerges. I, I think so far my favorite has been that Knob Creek Bonnie Castle uh, from, from the last time we recorded. That, that stood out. Nothing today, I don't think, uh, stood out as, as big time as, as that one in my mind. Agreed. I think we got a, a Cinderella story happening in that bracket. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that larceny. Ooh, oh, yeah. Really? The 12 versus the 13, that's going to be a tough matchup. Well, we'll find out next time. Um, Dylan, you want to sign us off here? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So, you know, as always, uh, check us out on social media at Sour Mash Tours. Um, you can find us online, www.sourmashtours.com. Uh, you know, unfortunately, given everything that's going on with uh, with COVID-19 and, and staying at home, we're not running tours or anything like that. But let's so uh, let's after let's, after Easter. Right. So see, I think that's been extended now. Thank, <laughs> thank okay. the Lord. Um, so, um, you know, be optimistic, come and talk to us about something you want to do, uh, do late summer, early fall when you were just going to be dying to get out there and do something. Um, we're hoping that everybody's staying safe, staying healthy out there, that you're staying home if you can, if you're going out, you're not getting close to people, you're staying six feet socially distant. I've been watching a lot of Andy Bashir. I got all the talking points if you guys want, our wonderful governor. Um, wash your hands, do all that kind of stuff, drink some whiskey, uh, and until next time, guys, cheers. Cheers. Bye. Bye.